Welcome to Success Superstars, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest today, Guy Arnold. Guy, welcome. Welcome, Mark. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Well, so you've had this amazing real estate journey. It's been a journey, that's for sure. Now, what did you do before real estate? I spent uh, 16 years in the corporate world. Um, I was what they call production planner, kind of middle guy between engineering and manufacturing. I worked actually in a shipyard up in Wisconsin for 13 years of that. Um, then got recruited down here to the Dallas area. And about three years after I got recruited down here, the company got bought by a bigger company. They didn't want the manufacturing side and they said goodbye. And uh, I was looking for a new career path at that time and uh, found my way to real estate. So you weren't going back to Wisconsin? No, I will never go back and have to shovel snow uh, more than once a year. Now, now the big question though is, is are, are you still a Packer fan or a Cowboys fan? Pretty divided now. Pretty divided. Oh, honestly. it's a house divided. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, I, I don't have a clear-cut winner right now. Yeah. Uh, my brother Craig was a raving Packers fan. And, uh, I, I was during the Brett Favre era, for sure. I mean, I lived right next to Wisconsin, old Brett Favre era, but uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't quite as likable to me. Yeah. Well, I went up there to visit him for, for some day. The entire state, I think, closed. Yeah. For I mean, it was just closed. Oh, was, yeah. When... When there's a Packer game, especially getting your playoffs, I mean, that town just stopped yeah, dead. Yeah, well, the whole state, it seemed like. It was, yeah. Well, so uh, so like many of us, we were in corporate America. You were system structure process. Yeah. Did, did many of those skills translate into running your own real estate practice? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, um, I think just, just having that same... <laughs> I don't want to say office worker mentality or whatever, but just just having normal hours too to start your day mm -hmm. to get your day started that you know when we get into real estate you don't have a boss looking over your your shoulder right. you know telling you what you have to do daily but um some of the best advice i got when i very first started um the broker i was with at the time said you know i can't tell you what to do but i strongly suggest you get in the office as much as you can and interact with people and right. make it normal hours. And that was yeah. that was a fantastic start. Treat, treat it like a business. Treat it like a business. Versus yeah. a hobby. Now, if you knew what you know now mm -hmm. and you could go backwards, would you do anything different? Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'd do a lot of things different. Um, you know, it took me almost three years to start realizing that, you know, new construction was an option for a lot of my clients mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're new, you're, 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 somebody says, I want a house between 300 and 400,000. You look in MLS, you see what's in MLS. Right. A lot of the new construction homes are not in MLS. Right. So it took me a couple of years to realize, okay, these are the options I can also offer my clients that aren't just showing up on a standard search like most realtors are doing. So, you know, that opened up a whole lot of new business in mm -hmm. year three and going forward that, I didn't know about really as much in years one and two. So. Right. What about your marketing and your approach uh, to the market? Would you do anything different there that, that you've learned that is now working? Yeah, I mean, almost every training I went to early on, I mean, that they always hammer into, you know, video, 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 nobody wants to read anything anymore. Um, so I've gotten very active on, on Facebook, on YouTube, I've a YouTube mm -hmm. channel that I'm very active with. Um, I think it's just, you know, the trend on marketing, why, why people like Instagram and TikTok and everything else more right. than reading a newspaper anymore. So right. your marketing has to go with what people are looking at. Yeah, for sure. Now, it hasn't always been easy. No, uh, but you've really built a strong, sustainable business. So you're consistently now in the top five of your office. 
but that wasn't always the case. Oh no, I I almost went back to the corporate world, and in, in, in the second year, uh, you know, uh, um, I really struggled because I still was not earning anywhere close to what I was when I was in the corporate world, and. It wasn't fair to my kids, uh, you know, and I, I was wondering how long am I going to keep, you know, beating my head against the wall, and, and uh, luckily in year three it, it took off. Yeah, because you were persistent. Yeah. Now, speaking of kids, and we could go to a personal thing, you recently at our national convention, a uh, guy was awarded the Star Awards for J. Park Cares, which is recognizing those agents in our community who give back, and one of our values is giving back to the community. and. You do that through a charity that you support. You want to tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm very involved um, with a, an organization called the Journey of Hope Grief Support Organization. Um, they're here supporting the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, I got connected to them within 2014. Uh, unfortunately, my, my wife passed away then. And, uh, you know, there's no manual on how to proceed when you lose a loved one. You know, not only I was dealing with my own grief situation, but I had two 10-year-old boys at the time that, uh, you know, I needed to give the right guidance to. I didn't know how to lead us through that journey. And um, I'm glad we were connected with the Journey of Hope because they have, by every other week, they have a meeting where you, you have a dinner with other people going through loss. And then you break into small groups and the kids go with kids and the adults go with the adults. And you know, they, they have the right way to talk you through some of the process and, right. and just to realize you're not alone. Just, you know, right. my kids realized that there was other kids going through, you know, grief and loss, whether it be a brother, sister, grandparent, whatever. Right. And, and, and it was a safe place for the adults to talk to that. I mean, I could say things in that room that I wouldn't necessarily say to close friends who knew my wife and I, you right. know, so, um, yeah, tremendous organization. I'm very grateful to them. And so, now every real estate transaction I do, I try to set aside some money from that and donate to their fundraisers. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, they have a, a meal for about 60 people um, every other week. So I try to uh, sponsor one or two of those meals a year. Mm -hmm. um, in April, I'm, I'm a whole sponsor for the golf tournament that's a fundraiser. So right. just a, we all have organizations and, and uh, charities we connect with. This one connects very strongly with me to, to support. Yeah, to, to support you. You know, I can't imagine uh, all of a sudden being a, a, a single dad, right? Yeah. You're, was, you're thrust into being a yeah. where you uh, had a partner to do that with. Um, so, so resilience and persistency is nothing new to you. Reaching out for help typically is not... Yeah, what was, men do, right? Is the women that, do that? That was a very strange situation for me because number one, I'm an only child, right? Um, so it probably gives me a little more independence than, than some others. Mm -hmm. And you know, my dad, my dad raised me to be a man. You know, right. you know, we, we, you know, we just push through things. But right. when when you have a loss of a loved one like that and it's sudden, um, and you've got you know other people depending on you, you you need to reach out for help. It was probably the first one of the first times in my life I can ever ask. You know reach out to people to help that, hey, I need help to get the kids ready for school in the morning. Right. You know, um, for a while they had a meal train set up for us. Right. I mean, the community really rallied around us. I'm so grateful to the McKinney community for the way they rallied around my family back, back then. Yeah. You know, one thing I keep telling our associates, we sell homes, but it's not who we are, right? It's not who we are, and, no. and you exemplify that. So congratulations on Thank you. That, that meant a lot to me. That, that award meant a lot that, uh, uh, you know, I may never have the, the sales numbers that some of the people had there, but uh, it, it was nice to know that uh, giving back to my community is, is appreciated. Yeah, it, it really is. And have you learned some things through that experience that you've applied to your business? 
Hmm, boy. I mean, just being in, in touch with you know, you know small groups and and needing help and reaching out to others is, has that been part of your business too? Yeah, I mean, like I said, when 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 I was attending Journey of Hope meetings frequently, you know, you were in very small groups of, of four or five, six people. Um, you know, you and I have talked, and, and there's a lot of stats that you know realtors are more productive when they're in a small group. So I'm very fortunate. I have a, I have a group of uh, three other realtors that we get together every couple weeks and, mm -hmm. and brainstorm and talk about relevant topics, and I, I think that helps me as a professional to, to bounce ideas off others that, that are right. successful. Yeah. Now, you're also uh, investing in a professional coach in addition to your small group. W what drove you to make that investment? Was it accountability? Um, a lot of it's accountability. A lot of it is I paid attention to, to some of the uh, high-producing agents with JPAR that were in coaching and, and you know, realizing um, that, you know, if they're doing it and that's what's made them successful, Maybe I should take notice of that. Mm -hmm. um, you know that I know. Hey, you want to be a better golfer? You get a golf coach. You want right. to be a better, you know, singer? There's people who have singing coaches mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, you want to be a better realtor? You, there's no, there's no shame in getting a coach that's going to guide you on that path. Right. And a lot of people talk about the expense of it, and and, and yeah, I mean, I'll be transparent. It's five hundred bucks a month for me right now, but. If that gets me one more transaction a year, it mm -hmm. double paid for itself already. So yeah. it's a small price to pay for that accountability that when when I my coach and I talked yesterday and I have some tasks that I committed to doing two weeks from now when we talk again next, when I know I'm paying him money, I'm darn well going to make sure I'm yeah. doing the things I said I would do. Yeah, it sounds counterintuitive, but it really works. And if you go to jpar.com slash blog and type in the search bar agent behaviors, I wrote a blog on the agent behaviors that make a financial difference, and coaching is one of them. Uh, coaching, we did a survey that showed, you know, it's about 50% more gross commission income in coaching. Small groups was almost just as much. Uh, you know, using a CRM, having client events, you'll you'll see th there's uh, various activities that make a difference. A client events is one that you you excel in. Yeah, I actually have one coming up this Saturday. I'm doing a uh, breakfast taco truck for my uh -huh. clients and a uh, few little prize drawings, but it, it's just a chance to get in front get in front of my clients again, let them know how much I appreciate them, you know, spend a little time with them because you're, you're so focused on the transaction when you're buying and selling with yeah. them that it's nice to get a little more casual time to spend with people and their families too. Yeah, you get that personal connection. And then I'm assuming you track and record each of these events you do generate referrals or yeah hey you need to talk to mary because she's getting ready to move or those kind of things yeah yeah that's always a, a very good uh, side effect of, of, the, of the client events you have some good discussions and you know um lately some of the people that i put in homes three four years ago we can really talk about you know how much equity they've gained mm -hmm. they may want to move up or use some of that equity for an investment property so it's, it's a chance to to you know touch base with my, my past clients and and you know talk about referrals to other people that i could help yeah well, Guy, I'm so proud of you because you have really stepped out with video. Mm -hmm. And a lot of agents are afraid of video. They avoid video. Uh, you, you know, you told me once, you know, hey, you know, I don't know about this video thing. Mm -hmm. But you've created a YouTube channel. You're consistently posting videos about the market, market conditions. Uh, was that easy for you or did you have to really keep pushing yourself to, to get that launched? It's, it wasn't easy to get started because, you know, Everybody always jokes, I don't like the way I look, I don't like the way I sound, but at some point you realize this is the way I look and this is the way I sound. Right. And everybody that knows me knows that. Right. Um, but like I said, you know, I went to so many classes, they just hammer into you, video, 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 this is gonna be the 
the marketing tool going forward. And I was a little more mature than a lot of agents when I got into this, almost 50 years old when mm -hmm. I got into real estate. So I said, I don't have 10, 12 years to, to build a base. I need to do something that's gonna, you know, accelerate the marketing quickly. And, right. and uh, um, it made sense to me. I mean, we, we all like watching video more than reading text. So that's mm -hmm. that's the, the method I, I'm more comfortable with now. Yeah. Well, so if you're looking in McKinney, Texas, or anywhere in Collin Denton County, uh, just uh, Google Guy Arnold and, and yeah. look at his YouTube channel. I know you would take referrals from anybody, right? Absolutely. I'd love to help anybody I can. Tell them a little bit about McKinney. What makes McKinney special? Uh, McKinney's fantastic. Um, you know, it's, it's you know, we're right next to the big towns of Frisco and, and Plano and, and not far from Dallas, but it still has kind of a smaller town feel, mm -hmm. um, especially if you get down to the uh, historic downtown area. I mean, it really, most of those buildings are 100 years old or so. I mean, it, it has a really old old town feel to it, but, uh, you know, people are really friendly here. The school systems are great. Um, McKinney's a little confusing because you can live in McKinney and be in four different school districts. It depends right. what school district you right. go to. Um, I live in McKinney, my kids go to the Frisco School District, but um, people have been friendly. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing me how much it's grown in the nine years I've lived here now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the area. Well, really all of the Texas towns are growing and I think you just posted a, uh, a walking tour of the best restaurants. Yes, I just uh, posted that this morning uh, down in down the historic downtown. Um, I visited five of the restaurants and yeah. showed some of the square. So. so um, if you're looking for a walking tour of the best restaurants in McKinney, check out the guy's Facebook post on, on the walking tour. Well, you know, we have folks watching from all over the world, uh, all over Texas, all over the U.S., uh, agents, uh, real estate agents, mortgage professionals, finance professionals. What advice would you give uh, independent contractors who are out there, you know, trying to make a living every day? <laughs> if you had one or two things to share, what would it be? Keep doing the work. I, I, this is... For realtors, I know this is a frustrating year right now. There's just not enough inventory, but you gotta keep doing the work. You gotta, you know, wake up. This is not a business where you can wake up and uh, watch ESPN for a couple of hours <laughs> or or my kids play video games or anything. I mean, you you need to be focused when you wake up. You know, be be checking what what homes have popped up on the MLS. Uh, check your emails. Sometimes we had emails from builders that maybe an inventory home came back to the market mm -hmm. for some reason, and you need you got clients that that's right for. And, and just, just stay motivated. Uh, um, you know, I, I know this, this business gets frustrated at times, but stay motivated. And if this is what you want to do, keep pushing through. How, how do you deal with that? Because I know you've shared with me from time to time uh, frustrations and disappointments. Yeah. And how do you stay on task, on motivated? I'm sure there's day that you just want to, like, throw uh -huh. in the towel, but, but you uh -huh. don't. How, how do you do that? Well, uh my, my boys have gotten used to having food on the table and a roof over our heads, so I know I got to produce one way or okay, another. Got it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I know if I have enough conversations, if I reach out to enough people, if I, I send handwritten note cards, I mean, I will get conversations that mm -hmm. will lead to sales. It may not be as easy as it was two, three years ago when we had much more inventory. Um, it's harder. It's harder. Isn't it, it? It's harder right now. It is. But... Uh, it, it will happen, and, and that's that's the business I'm in. I got to make it happen. Yeah, and you've really done a great job of working and developing relationships with all the local uh, medium to smaller home builders uh, yeah. that, that are just popping up all over. So so you've really created a, quite a niche in that area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really try to stay on top of like the entry level price range homes because for so long that was 
the majority, 99% of my business was the first time buyers, mm -hmm. you know, and so I really try to keep a pulse on, on where the, you know, the lower, the lower price bracket homes right. are mm -hmm. um, when people reach out to me. And that's a good thing about my small group that I'm in because we all kind of talk about, okay, I saw ones popping up over in this town or mm -hmm. over in this city and, and we all make each other aware of it. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, there we have it, a conversation with Guy uh, on real estate and success, persistence, and giving back to the community. Uh, Guy, any last words of wisdom? No, it's a, it's a great business we're in. We get to help a lot of people. We get to make new friends every week. So uh, take time to enjoy what you're doing. There we go. That's the quote of the day. Take time to enjoy what you're doing and back to the fundamentals. Well, that's our episode of Success Superstars. Until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears.